Hi, I'm Matt Ward, and welcome to the Running Industry Podcast. This is episode 18 and our news roundup on what has caught our eye over the last seven days in the world of running and the wider running industry. This is now part of the rich offering of podcasts that we produce that includes the Brand Spotlight episodes where we focus on brands from footwear, from apparel to nutrition, to training and tracking. And make sure that you check out this week's episode as we focus on top US run brand Socony with the UK and Ireland marketing manager Gareth Lloyd. And of course, look out for our original In Conversation With long-form podcasts, which are also released regularly and still feature amazing guests with fantastic stories as we delve into the background and thoughts of those people that make the running industry so rich and diverse. We've got some fantastic guests coming up as ever over the next couple of months, including ultra-running legend Anna Frost on Life After Racing, Motherhood and her plans on the coming years. And I'm really excited to be chatting to the founder of the Reebok brand, Joe Foster, chatting about his fantastic new book, Shoemaker, and looking back at his life in building the Reebok brand from humble beginnings in Bolton, England, through to its sale for over $3 billion. And so, this week's news. This Monday, the 8th of March, saw International Women's Day, and the world of running came out to celebrate. Running News website Run247 took the opportunity to celebrate some of the inspirational women who have helped to shape the sport of mountain running in an in-depth article, as well as mentioning female race directors like Danelle Balenji, director of the Moab Trail Marathon, which is the 2021 USATF Marathon Trail Running Championships. Social media and websites across the globe were full of inspirational images and articles featuring Olympic athletes and everyday runners alike with in vogue app Clubhouse hosting a room with Joe Pavey, Mimi Anderson, Leanne Davis and Susie Chan titled Celebrating International Women's Day, part of the Run Mummy Run Club on Clubhouse. Welsh Athletics also announced the launch of the Unite Female Coaching Initiative. This positive action movement is aimed at celebrating the achievements of the female coach and the leader community, encouraging and supporting more female coaches to not only get involved in coaching, but also to progress on their coaching journeys in athletics, creating a platform to access a positive and inclusive network. And for the next 12 months, 15 female ambassadors will be sharing their stories and insight online and across a series of virtual networking opportunities. Also coinciding with the International Women's Day, World Athletics announced the launch of the We Grow Athletics campaign, designed to build on the strides the sport has taken towards greater gender equality. All digital platforms will feature the new version of the World Athletics logo inspired by the colours of the suffragette movement for the week of 8th to the 14th of March and will feature content across all channels which will celebrate the rich and inspiring stories of women in the sport of athletics told and illustrated by women. There'll also be a specifically designed emoji running alongside the We Grow Athletics hashtag on Twitter. In event and race news, Mo is back. Yep, in one of the rare road races around the world at the moment, Mo Farah won the Djibouti International Half Marathon at the weekend in, by his standards, a reasonably pedestrian 63.07. It was, however, pretty warm as temperatures hit almost 30 degrees and you wouldn't expect Mo to be hitting his top form just yet. The race comes after a long stint of training at altitude in Ethiopia and it was his first race of 2021 in the build-up to the Tokyo Olympics 
where the 37-year-old will look to defend his 10,000-metre track title. Talking of track racing, there was also a 10,000-metre race in the UK in Newport, Wales at the weekend. The elite-only Winter 10K saw wins for Emil Carrests and Lily Partridge, as many athletes used the event to fine-tune their form ahead of the Olympic Marathon Trials at Kew Gardens, London, later this month. In marathon news, the 2021 Boston Virtual Marathon is to accept 70,000 entrants. The Boston Athletic Association has announced it will offer a virtual Boston Marathon this year, which will be open to everyone aged 18 or over, in celebration of the 125th Boston Marathon this autumn. Held in addition to the in-person Boston Marathon schedule for Monday, October 11th, the virtual race will be open to the first 70,000 registrants. All participants will need to complete the marathon distance of 26.2 miles in one continuous attempt in order to earn their Unicorn Finishers Medal. Participants in the virtual 125th Boston will also receive a virtual toolkit with an official bib, champion's brake tape, start and finish line and more. In the UK, the Wales Marathon has unfortunately been postponed to 2022. Part of the long course weekend attracting over 11,000 athletes and 30,000 supporters to Pembrokeshire every year, long course weekend has been a huge event in the calendar for over a decade now, attracting athletes from 44 countries, with the event being televised in over 100 countries. And in addition, the event generates almost £40 million a year for the Pembrokeshire economy. Matthew Evans, CEO, stated... The team are absolutely devastated as they have worked tirelessly to get the event on within the guidelines. But we fully understand and support the Welsh Government plans within our communities and them being a priority. There's still a long way to go before we introduce events of scale into Wales. And to say the decision was tough is an understatement, but most definitely the right one. And perhaps the biggest show on earth, that of the Tokyo Olympics, released the news last week that it is to decide on the attendance of international spectators at the Olympic and Paralympic Games by the end of March, reports Inside the Games. Tokyo 2020 President Seiko Hashimoto revealed a decision on the international spectators would be made by the end of March. Hashimoto voiced a personal preference for the call to be made by the 25th of March and the start of the torch relay. The capacity of each venue will then be decided by the end of April. For those of you who still enjoy the written word in print, the wonderful Like the Wind magazine number 27 is out now. We're big fans of the publication here at the Running Industry Podcast and the latest edition explores running clubs inside penitentiaries in the United States. The in-depth feature looks at how those behind bars have found a lifeline through multi-lap marathons and meet the people volunteering their time to set up prison running clubs. This edition also features an article on Black Trail Runners, a group in the UK dedicated to making running off-road as accessible for black and other minority people as possible. Plus they have the usual mix of personal anecdotes, photo essays and poems that explore why we run. The magazine has also announced a brand new partnership with three brands, Socony, Strava and Under Armour, who will be like the wind partners for the whole of 2021. Editor Simon Freeman comments that partnering with brands allows us to invest more in stories and visuals, but we will always remain a reader-supported publication, so there will only be four brands in each issue this year. Plus, we'll be telling stories about those brands rather than just taking advertisements. Like the Wind number 27 has started shipping, so if you subscribe or you've ordered a copy, you'll soon hear a pleasing thud on the doormat. 
And if you're not a subscriber, then visit likethewindmagazine.com to find out more and order a copy. In footwear news, outdoor brand The North Face have launched their Flight Vective Trail Running Shoe. Combining a revolutionary 3D carbon fibre footplate, midsole rocker geometry and surface CTRL grip. Designed to be hard-wearing and grippy, the Flight Vective has been developed using the North Face's signature surface control rubber outsole, a durable compound that has been specially designed to ensure traction on wet and dry surfaces. Find out more via thenorthface.com. Hot on their heels, Salomon have launched the fantastic S-Lab Pulsar. Designed for Killian Journey to break some of the most iconic course records, the Pulsar uses cutting-edge technology from Salomon's legendary S-Lab. When he asked for a shoe to run fast on the trails, the Salomon product development team took up the challenge and an ultralight, precise and dynamic shoe weighing just 170 grams was produced. With a soft sock fit, reinforced breathable matrix mesh and new strategic cushioning, the shoe feels great. And you can find out more at salomon.com. And trail junkies really are being spoiled as Swiss brand On Running have launched the Cloud Ultra Shoe. The Cloud Ultra is loosely based on the Cloud Stratus. On shoe, which was designed to absorb even more impact, it uses the same Cloud Tech layers to deliver cushioning and comfort, but it isn't just a trail version of that shoe, as you'd expect from On. It has plenty of innovation going on. Find out more via onrunning.com. And finally this week, for all you Strava fans out there, you'll need to up your marathon game a little after Japanese athlete Yuseki Ogura finished in fifth place at the recent Lake Biwa Marathon in Japan with a time of 2.06.52 and thus recorded the fastest marathon time ever uploaded to Strava. Runners World UK website reported that the run had an average pace of 4 minutes 48 seconds per mile with Agura's fastest mile a rapid 4.41 and since Strava mentioned Agura on their Twitter page he's received over a thousand kudoses from runners. So get over to Strava and show your kudos for the history-making run. Search O-G-U-R-A Agura over on Strava. So that's it for this week's edition of the Running Industry Podcast Weekly News. If you're a brand, event, organisation or news outlet and want us to feature your news story on the weekly news, just get in touch via the links on the show notes or on social media at Run Industry. Remember to subscribe to the Running Industry Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and also listen and subscribe via the website, runningindustrypodcast.com, where you can listen to all of the Running Industry Podcasts and get the new ones as they are released. You can also follow us, of course, on social media via at Run Industry. And if you'd like to support what we do, you can pledge via Patreon. Links on the website and in the show notes. Thanks once again to all of our listeners for the support and this week's weekly news. Make sure you keep listening every week and also rate and review each episode and be sure to tell your friends. I'm Matt Ward and the Running Industry Podcast is a supersonic production. And until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye.